court press is back. Two man game today. We have uh, the Rockets and the Lakers. Matt representing the Lakers and myself, Pierre representing the Rockets. Riley couldn't be with us today, but can't wait to have you back. Matt, how you doing, man? Man, I am so good. Just uh getting get trying to find some sports cards. Man, can you believe some of these cards? Like a Michael Jordan rookie card I got in my hands right now. Uh, this thing is priced at like $500,000. Not mine. I haven't gotten it graded. But some of those <laughs> go in the millions of dollars. Definitely, man. Matt is on a collision course for trading cards. So if anybody that's listening, you know where they have some Matt. Point my boy in the right direction. Yes. And, and the only reason my wife lets me buy cards is because I tell her about the cards that sell for millions. She does not know that I would probably <laughs> never have one of those cards. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, but it's good you're taking a chance, though. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's it's a good chance. It's a fun chance, too, because you pay yeah. more attention to the sports. You get a little more hype when you're like, man, if this person does this, their value on that card goes up by hundreds or thousands of dollars. Imagine six months from now, you find one and, and it sells for a lot of money. Great. Yeah. Like I was at an antique shop last week and I bought um, Prism is kind of like the high end version, the brand. Um, and I found like a Tobias Harris 76ers one um, for $2. I could for sure find a Philadelphia 76ers fan who's super hyped about Harris and how he's playing this year um, yeah. and flip that for 20 bucks, 30 bucks. Just imagine if he makes the all-star team and they miraculously win the finals. It'll definitely. Exactly. Then their value goes up and you sell it high. Like I just got, I just got on a, a break, which is where you like pick a team, you pay for a slot, you pick a team or whatever. Um, and I got like a Tom Brady bucks card. He just won his hey. seventh Super Bowl, First year's a bucks. That card now just went up in price. So it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And, as he said, we all know the Bucks won. So to all the Bucks fans out there, congratulations on the Super Bowl win, and more importantly to Tom Brady for obtaining ring number seven. But Matt, the NBA is heating up. We are what a month and a half into the season. Yeah, like yeah. A lot of teams that we thought would be doing good are struggling. Like for example, the Mavericks. They can't seem to put it all together. I know you saw the game against the Warriors where. Even though they won, but Steph dropped fifty-seven. Wow, wow! Man, I mean, he just makes it look so easy out there, man. He does. He does. I mean, it's Steph. He's gonna go down as a great <laughs> point guard. Um, some people say one of the greatest point guards of all time. Um, yeah. I, I still obviously have like Magic Johnson, um, above him and, and stuff like that. But yeah, Steph is playing incredible. Um, I think. Just as basketball fans, we're all bummed we don't have Clay uh, yeah. to really see what that Warriors team would be. Um, and yeah, I heard I heard some rumors in the Facebook group that people are saying Draymond is going to get traded. I don't see that happening. I don't see a team willing to take Draymond for his what's he making twenty five, twenty eight, twenty three somewhere somewhere around there. I don't see a team taking Draymond and paying him that. What are your thoughts on one the only and and two does Draymond get traded before the deadline? They're only saying that because he took that bonehead shot. I mean, Draymond, like we know, if Clay was was healthy, 
Draymond's numbers would look better than they are. And as somebody who the Warriors beat up, well, they beat up on my team a lot, that being the Rockets, you know, and I can't stand Draymond, not for what he does on the court, but just the other antics like arguing and getting thrown out. But I don't see why they would need to trade him. You know, Stan Pat, you know what you got with Wiseman. Wiseman is looking good. Uh, if they end up trading somebody, to me, it'll be Wiggins. I think once Clay gets back, Wiggins won't will be expendable. Or maybe Ubre. But then again, Ubre's a free agent next year, right? He is. I think Ubre gets traded this year. I mean, and, and, and you can trade Ubre because if you trade Ubre, you can bring in more pieces to your bench. Unless they believe in Andrew Wiggins, which <laughs> I I don't think we believe in Andrew Wiggins. I don't even think Andrew Wiggins believes in Andrew Wiggins. But Ubre definitely will go out and get you um, maybe pieces to the bench, and he, he might net you some second-round picks. But for them to trade I'm, Draymond, no. I'm looking at a rumor right now. I, I don't think this would happen, right? But you know I love the rumors. I love seeing what people are talking about. They're saying DeMar DeRozan, Patty Mills, and a first-rounder for Draymond and Kelly Oubre Jr. To me, that makes zero sense if you're the Spurs. It, um, it, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, you get better defensively, but if you're the Spurs, you're only making this move if you're like, hey, we're not going to compete. And then on top of that, if you trade DeRozan and Patty Mills, you have to trade LaMarcus Aldridge next. Yeah, and I think they will, but I don't I don't think they would give up a first-round pick. No. Um, That's a bad deal for both teams. And I think DeMar DeRozan, you can get more for him than a Draymond Green and Kelly Oubre. Yeah, and then Golden State, you you get worse defensively. I mean, Oubre's not the best defense defender, but with Draymond, you you know he can defend from three to five. So I don't think it would be smart for them to do that unless they want more offense. Then yeah, but no, that's a bad deal. Yeah. Uh, what is uh yeah? What are your thoughts on the Warriors? Do they make the playoffs? Do they miss the playoffs? What are your thoughts? Ooh, you know, it's one of those situations where you look at them right now. What are they? Thirteen and twelve. Yeah, somewhere yeah. around there, somewhere somewhere around that five hundred mark, I believe. And they play if they the Magic finish, tonight. Oh, they in their ninth? No, they. Sorry, I said they play the Magic tonight. So I would oh. probably count that as a win. Yeah, they 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 should win that game unless, you know, well, I expect big numbers from Vucevic, but it's going to take the rest of the Magics to show up to beat um, the Warriors. I do think the Warriors get in, possibly the seventh, eighth seed, but it's going to take more than Steph because we've seen it against the Mavericks. Steph was amazing. Oubre has to step up. Draymond has to step up. Wiggins has to step up. Wiseman has to step up. If they get production from the entire team, they can sneak into the playoffs. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I think they can. What I think is going to happen is I think uh, with the play-in game, I think Golden State will be right there, and I think they'll win that. See, and that's and that's really what you got to look at. Is it is it 7th through 10th that's playing in the playoff game? The play-in game? I believe so. So if it's seven through tenth, right now you would be looking at Denver, Golden State, Sacramento, and Memphis. And, and I don't when you look at those teams, 
Denver and Golden State to me will be the two. I think Denver will go up. I would I would say Antonio drops or something like that. And I say Golden State would win out of any of the rest of the teams, maybe Dallas. But I just think Steph Curry is too good. And if it's a play-in game, I don't think Steph lets them lose. Yeah, obviously. And then last year, like he, he was battling injuries. You know, so they just stayed the course. And look what they got now. They got Wiseman. And we've seen good things from Wiseman. I mean, although he's been hampered by the wrist injury. But when he's on the floor, he's more, you know, effective, blocking shots, stretching the floor. Yeah, are you the ball a Wiseman guy? Where do you think he'll end up uh, in, in five years? Wiseman? Yeah. Oh, playing with Steph, he should excel. He, he, should, he should excel. He won't be on the level of MB and, and Cat, but he'll excel. Like, you know, you're playing with Curry, so, you know, you have no – no, like your ceiling is high already because all you got to do is get him the ball and it's very rare that he misses. But just be there when he misses and go up. But Wiseman, and I'm going to like his frame, he needs to put on some muscle. That's, yeah. That's my only thing. He does, he does. All right, um, these teams in the West, who do you – we have Utah who is playing incredible, right? 25. Man. What's, what's your thoughts um, with the Utah Jazz? Are, are they for real, um, or are they are they uh, overrated? They're not for real. It's just a run right now. Somebody's going to end up getting hurt. It, we see this every year with Utah. They're going to make the playoffs, but they won't be top three. Maybe four, five, or even six. They're going to drop, and I'm sorry, but I, it's just history is going to repeat itself. Like you said, I don't expect Denver to be as Denver's going to get it going, but Utah, I cannot lie. They look good. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, but the two, their two best players has been Bogdan Bogdanovich and Jordan Clarkson. And Jordan Clarkson right now is my pick to win six men of the year. Like if the season ended today, that would be my pick for six men of the year. I do expect them to make the playoffs. They're 20 and five right now which is great going into the second half. Well, we got about a month left of basketball before we head to the, the next second half. So I, Utah's looking great. Can they sustain it is the question. Do you think they can sustain it? Um, I think they will be a top three team. Uh, okay. Denver was at that three seed last year, right? Um, yeah. I expect Utah to be the Denver of last year. I don't think they'll get as far. I think we're going to see a Lakers-Clippers-Western Conference Finals. It's inevitable. Um, but I think Utah will hang around that top three. Yeah. Now, we're looking at Phoenix. Phoenix is the fourth seed. Are they staying? Or will they drop? Um, I think they drop. I think Denver will come up. I think Dallas can even come up um, to be a 4-5 seed. Um, yeah, I think I think Phoenix will be maybe they'll be a four or five. I would love to see a Phoenix Dallas or a Phoenix Denver four or five matchup. Yeah, that that will be very exciting. One team that I'm keeping my eye on is Portland because I feel like if it doesn't work this year, we have to break this team up. You went out and got Robert Covington. You went out and re-signed Rodney Hood. You adjusted Melo to the bench. 
Gary Trent is playing phenomenal. Uh, CJ, it's like he's letting Dame down again. He's hurt. I mean, you can't really fault CJ for getting hurt because it's an ankle. But his health comes into question. Every This has been, what, the third year in a row where CJ's been hurt? And it's, oh, and Nurkic is out as well. So if then if, if Portland slides, let's say right now, what, they're, they're five? If Portland slides, they better hope they don't end up seventh or eighth. Because going into another matchup with the Lakers or the Clippers won't be good for them. Yeah, Portland, um, yeah, they're going to be an interesting team. Again, I thought they should have blown it up last year. Um, I thought they should have blown it up last year. Where where would you want to see CJ get traded to? Because I know we know we both know they're not trading Dame. No, they're not trading. They're not trading Dame. Where would you want to see CJ go? Oof. Look at somebody who needs a score. It needs a two. I feel like the league is very saturated in twos. Yeah, they are. They are. I mean, because when you look at Boston, they have Tatum and and Brown, and Jalen Brown can either play the two or the three. When you go to Brooklyn, they have Harden, Philly. They can use him. Philly can, uh, yeah, Philly really can use him. Philly can use him. What if you're Philly? What would you give up for CJ though? Tobias. <sighs> Tobias and CJ on the so same well, team. He's he playing is really well. He really is. If it, if it wasn't for Tobias playing as well as he's playing, Philly wouldn't have be having that much success. Because Ben Ben, I was going to say Ben Wallace. Ben Simmons has been looking average. It's Embiid and Harris that's keeping them afloat. Yeah, so it definitely it really is. Ben Simmons on my fantasy, and he has been slacking. <laughs> he has been. He is. That's not the player I drafted. <laughs> he, <laughs> he gets me some double doubles and an occasional triple double, or or pretty close to one. But scoring wise, he is not scoring the ball as well as we we know that he can. Yes, man, and it it's crazy because it's like becoming one of those things where. Okay, well, he's in his fourth year now? Yeah. And he's not doing anything to get better. It's like he's okay with, with what he's doing. And, and, and that's not a bad thing because he's, he's doing enough to get by. But Ben Simmons being as young as he is and having that much potential, it's like when is he going to add to the game he already has? Embiid has. Embiid coming out, he wasn't that great of a shooter. But now... He he takes that jumper with confidence. He's defending. A lot of people have him as the front runner for MVP. There was a whole argument that Embiid's numbers are better than LeBron's, and you can go tit for tat with that. But you know, yeah, I actually I pulled up the trade machine because uh, I love the trade machine, and there might be a way to get CJ to Philly without giving up Ben, Embiid, and Tobias Harris. Um, oh, really? The money works. Do you think that four can beat Brooklyn? I'll tell you the other half of the trade first. Um, okay. Shake Milton, who I think has tremendous value. He's the third leading scorer on the Sixers at 14 points per game right now. He can shoot the three so well. So I Shake think, Milton. yeah. Shake Milton, Tyrese Maxey, give Portland. A young guard who who can 
who can be really, really good. I'm high on on, on Tyrese Maxey. Mike yeah, Scott, Seth Curry, and Danny Green. Now, if you're Portland, you can't turn that down because that's everything you need. Yeah, you get a wing with Danny Green who can shoot threes. You have Seth Curry who who can go off. Mike Scott helps the money to work and gives you a big. And then you have Maxie and Shake Milton. Yeah, I mean, I know Portland probably would have to offer something else. Probably uh, Anthony Simons or somebody. But that that's that's a good deal. Only thing with, with Philly, I mean, not Philly, with Portland, you losing arguably a 25-5-5 guy, but like we just said, with all those guys that you that you'll be getting incoming, you you get that plus more. When you look at it on the Philly side, you don't I mean you lose a lot youth wise, but they gotta figure something out with Thibel. And yeah, you can Thibel for that deal instead of somebody else. I like well, Thibel. I like Thibel defensively. Personally. Yeah, right. You, so if, with, if I'm with, Philly, I'm holding on to him. Yeah, I'm holding on to him as well. Or maybe you can bring in New York and get Frank. Ah, yes, because he's over there rotting on the bench. He's doing nothing, and he's just a good defensive point guard. Like, yep. lockdown moment. Um, And so I think Frank needs to get traded. Do you, New York Knicks, are you surprised by the Knicks? I am. I really am. And I think them moving or well, making that move for Derrick Rose is because they're, they, they see that they can make the playoffs and they can, if they just stay the course. So, so far Thibodeau has been, you know, trusting Julius Randle. Now this could go two ways, Matt. They can either continue to ride the high horse with Julius Randle, ride into the playoffs, whether it's the eighth seed or even the play in, because they're good enough to make the play in. They're better than Washington at this very moment, and I stand by that. Or they can sell Julius Randle and move him. And I think if they move him, that's when the decline starts. I think Thibodeau trusts Julius Randle, and he has been good. He's been getting triple doubles. He hasn't been hurt. Um, they actually don't play high minutes. He's doing it. But when I look at the bench for the Knicks, and now they have D. Rose, they have Emmanuel Quickly, Obi Toppin, Maryland's Noel, they have a solid group of guys who can, you know, who can buy in and come in when the starters get in foul trouble. For example, Mitchell Robinson, you know, he's not guaranteed to stay on the floor that much. Uh, Alec Burt, uh, Reggie Bullock, RJ, but you know, so the Knicks have a solid team when you look at maybe what, nine guys? And then you throw in Todd Gibson as well. So, if the Knicks continue to play together, stay the course, like I said, they definitely can make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so you would keep Randall. I would. I would not keep Randall. Ooh. Because and this is my and I think Riley agrees with you from from what we talked about last week a little bit. I would not keep Randall because the Knicks are not going to win the finals this year. No, they won't. They're not gonna they win the finals. Randall can be brought back next year. I think he he has a team. Um, I think the team can bring him back. He has a team option, I believe. Um, but he's making $18 million. I just think you can get – you have a young team. If you're the Knicks, 
You're like, man, I got Barrett. I got Toppin. I got Quickly. I got Mitchell yeah. Robinson. I got Knox. I got I got young, good players. Exactly. And that's and the so, thing with the Knicks. You have a great foundation to build around. So I would just flip Randall and get another draft pick um, or, or two or, or whatever I can get and continue to build that youth movement because they are the Knicks. And yeah. I think they are a player when it comes to free agency. And oh, oh, yeah, because course. they're the Knicks. So I would just add in another young piece or some more draft picks or something and flip Randall to a contender who was like, man, we need a power forward who can score um, maybe the Dallas Mavericks or something like that. If um, Dallas can make a trade for Randall, that would be great because it will allow Porzingis at the five. He can just stretch the floor all day. Or you can even put Randall at the five, even though he's undersized. But just Randall's ability, he can play the five. So I can definitely see a contender trading for Randall. And if I'm the, Knicks, the Mavericks. Yeah, and if I'm the Knicks, I'm like, cool, get we're gonna continue the youth movement. I don't think New York will trade him because I think New York is trying is tired of being laughed at and uh yeah. the butt of the jokes. And they're like, Man, if we make the playoffs, that changes. So I don't yeah. think that you trade him. Um, but if I was in the position, I would just continue to add, I would trust the process. Um, and, <laughs> and yeah, but also I don't think that the route, that's the route they're going because they did trade for Derrick Rose. Um, and they gave up some draft picks or I don't, I don't know. Was it, was it seconds they gave up? Yeah, it was a second round pick, a second round pick. So it doesn't kill you too much. You have Derrick Rose who could come mentor, uh, like a quickly. Um, but yeah, I would I would trade Randall, but I don't think they will. Cool, man. It's um it's gonna be interesting this trade deadline because <laughs> Bradley Bill is one name that stands out. And while I'm sure teams are calling about him, his agent basically is saying, Well, Bradley's not gonna retra- request a trade. He he was grown up uh about lo- about being loyal. He's gonna be loyal. Yeah, he's frustrated, but he wants to get it done here. Matt, and as well as the rest of these listeners, I don't know what it's going to take for Bradley Bill to see it, but it's not going to happen in Washington. Yeah, go, leave Washington. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I get it. Loyalty, I, I am big on it as well, and I applaud it. But how much more do you have to see? You go out and you score 35. You go out and you score 40. Hey, you go out and score 50 sometimes, and you guys still lose. Like, that has to be weighing on you. Yeah. I know it'll be weighing on me. Yeah, it would be weighing on me too. Um, I just don't know what it's going to take for him to leave. I don't either, man. At this point, it's like, I mean, are you are you content with having a, uh, a career where you never see? Because it's, it's starting to like they won't even make the playoffs. Like, I think they will. I think they will make the playoffs. I don't know. I mean, if they do, they're going to have to have – and they could because they can go on a run. We still have a lot of basketball to be played. So Yeah, the NBA is a game of runs. Yeah, it is. That's why I look at my team. Like, we're 11 and 13 right now. We can go on a run, you know, get seventh, eighth, possibly sixth. But, you know, it's all about you, – you said it's a game of runs. And as long as everybody buys in, you know, we'll be – they'll be good. Now, another – name that's been floating around is P.J. Tucker. There's talk about him possibly being moved as well. 
and it makes sense for any contender out there. Yeah, let's let you handle that. Where do you want to see PJ go? You're a Rockets fan, um, but you could get a potential first round pick in next year's draft for PJ. Ideally, ideally, I want him to stay, but you know the the unbiased fan in me, I want him to go somewhere where he has a chance. And there's only really four teams that make sense: Philly, Brooklyn. And the two LA teams. Yeah, I would have said Milwaukee. But... I don't want another player to go to the Clippers. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> um, and I don't want to. I think the Clippers would be a great place for him. I think he would do a great job in that LA LA series if that happens. Yeah, and then you you'll have great defenders as in Batum, Ibaka, and then now Tucker. Also, Marcus Morris, if you want to say that, but. PJ Tucker's contract isn't the worst in the world. It's an expiring seven point nine million. That's a great team friendly contract. It is, and then you know, I mean, because it's inevitable. I don't think he's resigning with us. I don't. I don't. If he does, I'll be surprised. I'll be happy, but I'll be like, oh wow, I didn't expect that. So I feel like, you know, we need to, you know, get something for him while we can. I mean, he's not the most. You know, stat-wise, he doesn't stand out. But on the court, you know, defensively and in the locker room and things like that, he adds that to any team. Philly Philly would be good as well because, you'll, you you know, you'll, you'll, you can do a lineup with Simmons, Tucker, Harris, you know, and be – you can hide Harris on defense because he's not really a defender like that. So – if 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 a Tucker trades happen, it has to be for a contender. It has to. The Lakers, I don't know. I don't know what Tucker offer us with Tucker. And we don't, yeah, we don't got much to offer. Um, the, I think our only piece we can offer, and I wouldn't want to do this, is a Horton Tucker. Mm. And then you just find you, you throw in somebody to even out the money, and then the the Rockets get a young potential in in a guard. Um, but I think, yeah, the Rockets are wanting a first round pick, um, at least for PJ. I think you can actually get more than a first, like maybe a first and a future second or something for him. Um, because I think defensively and just in the playoffs, he holds so much value. Um, what, what would you want to get in return for him as a Rockets fan? I I mean, it looks like we're on a youth train, so. If we can't get a first, maybe two second round picks, you know, something like that, because he's not going to bring back anybody else. I don't think it's going to be a filler, you know, like seven point nine. Most teams can do that. So, yeah, and I don't think his his it's in uh, offense. It's his value. We know yeah. he he could spread the floor. He could shoot the three. He can score you some points, but his value is putting him on an AD or LeBron or, or on Giannis or a Chris Middleton that he can guard multiple positions. And that's the thing. If you're these other teams, do you, you, you gotta want that because if you allow a PJ Tucker to go play with LeBron, play with Giannis, play with uh, KD, then you're in trouble. <laughs> you don't want, so, 
Is there any other names out there that could be floating around for trades? Man, I look at uh, Blake Griffin. Oh yeah, he has to be gone. Where where do you where would be a good place for Blake? Another contender as well. But there, maybe you know what? I think Portland can use Blake Griffin. I think they can. What? Because I mean, I don't know how they make that money work. Blake is making twenty-eight or thirty-six or something like that. Yeah, I don't know how they make the money work neither. But I think, I think with Blake Griffin, he just needs to change the scenery. Do you think, think Boston Boston can give up their trade exception? They can, and they'll probably have to throw in like Daniel Tice or something. Yeah, you give in your trade exception, which is twenty, I believe, twenty four or twenty six million. You throw that in Blake in Boston. That doesn't sound bad. No, it doesn't. It it really doesn't. I mean, he will allow so much to happen. He'll command a double team at times when he's on, and then you still have Kimba, you still have Brown, you still have Tatum to worry about. Well, I think with Boston, they need bench scoring. I look at them the other night when they played Sacramento, and when Kimba's not on, they need somebody off the bench. And I think maybe it's because Marcus Smart is out, but they need help off the bench. Griffin, I want to see him succeed, but I don't know, man. I don't know if he's just going to let this contract ride out and choose his own path in the free agency or – if he's talking to buyout, I don't know, but something's got to give. But there's a lot of Andre Drummond rumors going around as well. Yeah, I th- I think Andre, I think Drummond just stays in and waits out his contract. But I think a lot of teams can use use him uh, for for this year. He he will get you ten and ten every game. Yeah, he sure will. I've said I'm before. Gonna... I think I think Dallas can be an option for him. And you put Porzingis at the four, and to shoot the ball, and Drummond is your five. He's he's getting those those rebounds, but but what other teams do you see Andre Drummond? Dallas, of course. What other teams can use him? Any other contender? I know uh, Toronto needs a center. Yeah, because they let all theirs go. Yeah, and Aaron Baines is just not it. Um, they had Alex Lynn, but they let him go. I know they believe in Chris Boucher, but I don't think he is a, like starter worthy. Washington can use a Drummond. Um, Toronto, uh, the the uh, the Nets, of course, they can. Yeah, the Nets just, just don't have any there. money. Yeah, they don't. They just don't have anywhere. Not having Dinwiddie healthy hurts them because, it, if anything, that gives you another trade piece and another $10, 11000000 million. Yeah, you could have opened it up. Yep, that definitely would have given. Ooh, I, 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 I want to see Andre Drummond on the contender. I mean, on a contender. But Cleveland might be able to make a run and get into the playoffs. Who knows? Charlotte is. I mean, I think Charlotte makes the playoffs. Yeah, they they beat up on my team pretty good the other night. They 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 look good. What are are people starting to believe now? Lamelo is the real deal. Yeah, no, a lot of people feel like he's the goat. 
<laughs> okay, that's that's not true. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I watched the kid play. I did. This was my first time, like watching a Hornets game this season. I mean, normally I watch the highlights, but seeing him play, he the way he brings the ball up court, the things he does, his shot, everything, he has it. They just need to keep putting it together. He's finally. I think he was letting the game come to him, but he has to take the game over. And I think that's what he was doing. When you look at Charlotte, you got Devontae Graham, Terry Rozier, Miles Bridges, P.J. Washington, LaMelo Ball. They got a great core. But they if they can find a big, like a, like a Drummond or something, you know, salvageable. Because Zeller, eh, you know, or Biombo, eh, but. They they definitely they have a great thing going right now in Charlotte. And it's fun to see it is. But as far as him being a goat, no, not yet. No, Maybe yeah. Year, I don't know what drug somebody has to be on to say <laughs> that LaMelo is the goat when it hasn't been a half of a season yet. Rookie of the year, maybe. Right? Like people that's the same people that were saying Greg Odin was gonna be the greatest big man of all the greatest big man of all time. And then he got injured, right? It's sports. You can't say after a half a season that somebody is the GOAT. You can't. Yeah, that's not. Um, I just really let people say what they say and, and leave it at that. I mean, the kid has potential, and you like to see it, but can't say he's a GOAT, can't say this, can't say that because. There's a such thing as a sophomore slump. Um, is he better than his brother that was in his rookie year? Absolutely. Yeah, I think he's the best ball. Yeah. I think he's the best ball for sure. Absolutely. Um, but he is not the GOAT. Speaking of Lonzo Ball, though, who I still love dearly and have his Lakers jersey in my closet, um, Lonzo Ball to the Bulls. Those rumors are heating up. Yeah. What what do, you, what what do you see about that? Do you see Lonzo getting traded? Because I do. I don't think the Pelicans will pick up or or start will bring him back. I see match. him getting traded. I don't think they'll match uh because I think he'll get some really good offers. I think he'll be in that 14 million mark because I think the market is just going to be low or it's going to is there's not that many good free agents. Yeah, the team that makes the most sense for Lonzo is the Bulls. You know, they've been talking about it. I know his team is high on the Bulls. It just makes sense to me. Like, I watched Lonzo the other night when he played the Rockets. and He's still capable of, of putting it all together. It's not too late. He's not a bust. I've been seeing the people, a lot of people say he's a bust. I wouldn't call him a bust. What about, what about the Suns? Ooh, backing up Chris Paul, that would be great. Yeah, backing up Chris Paul. Chris Paul's old. You never know what's going to happen with him. And so you bring in Lonzo, who can come in defensively, which can offset Booker's not-so-good defense. Yeah, you can even play all three of them together. Lonzo's big enough to play you could You could play all three of them together. Remember back when uh, Lonzo was first going to get traded from the Lakers? 
Um, they talked about him going to the Suns. His dad said that's where he would want him to go, even was to Phoenix. Yeah, that would be great. I think it it would really be amazing. And I think if I'm Phoenix, whether you can't trade for him or not, you have to look into it. Next season, if he's going to be a free agent, you got to look into it. Like you said, Chris Paul can't play forever. He probably got about two years left. Maybe three, I don't know. But Lonzo Booker to go with Aiden, Cameron Johnson, uh, Mikal Bridges, I think that'll be great. You you won't lose much. Yeah, there's definitely options. Um, but if the season ended today, who would be your sixth man of the year? I, I'm going to say it again, Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson would be your sixth man of the year? I would absolutely agree with you. I was trying to disagree. I was trying to think through it. (laughs) I got to go with Clarkson, man. Clarkson has been on a on a tear, like, and I just every time I see it, I'm like, did the Lakers know what they were getting? Like, did they, did they, you know, or you know? But hey, I know the Lakers. If you look at some of these players that we've been talking about on this podcast, former Lakers, right? Julius Randle, uh, Jordan Clarkson, Lonzo Ball. You can even throw in Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram. Yeah. But, yeah, man, I, I, I say Clarkson, and it's not it's not close. I, when I think of six men, I would have said Lou Will, but he's struggling this year. Well, you know what? Montrez. Montrez is going to be up there again. Yeah. He, he'll be up there again. But I just feel like Clarkson right now is 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 killing it, and I would have. You can't say you know you got to throw Montrez in because right now, AD's out, and I hope hopefully, you know he gets better because you know that whole stigma is going. Oh, AD wasn't there, so you know this that, and it's like no, nah, we don't need that. <laughs> be healthy. He had a, a excruciating summer and fall. He won the championship. He barely had a break. Let him, you know, rest him up. But the Lakers, Matt, y'all been having some OT games lately, man. We have. It's that time in the season. It's that time in the season. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm not worried. Wild. I'm not worried. Well, you should be worried. I, I think we go back to the NBA Finals. Oh, yeah. Without a question. I think we win again this year. That. I didn't say all that. I, just, I think we win. I think we beat Brooklyn or Philly in the NBA Finals. I think Brooklyn gets in. I, I think their offense is going to be too much. What a great NBA Finals that would be, though. It would be good. Can we talk about TV ratings for the NBA Finals going back up to a high with with that with those stars with the with LeBron AD. Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, because there's so many narratives, right? People love the narratives. You have LeBron oh, yeah. versus Kyrie. Yep. You also have LeBron versus KD. You get James Harden in the NBA Finals. You get the Harden-Durant reunion in the Finals. Right. Like There's so many storylines that are painted that the media is going to eat it up. Who beat? KD and LeBron. I mean, who beat KD and Harden in the finals? LeBron. Didn't they? Didn't the Heat beat the Thunder? The Heat beat the yeah. Thunder. 
See? So it makes sense. Now, a fan of me wouldn't mind it because, I, like I said, I have, I can sit on here and, and rave about James Harden all day. I'm not going to discredit him just because he was unhappy. So I would love to see him get a championship. <laughs> I just think the Lakers defensively, like, I question it. I question both sides. But I think Brooklyn's defense is 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 going to be worsened because you have Wesley Matthews, you have KCP, you have Marquis AD, LeBron. Yeah. So defensively, the Lakers will be up for it. On the Nets, who's going to defend LeBron? Who's going to defend Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis torched the Rockets. And we yeah, were that's small. I think the Lakers would win. I think so, defensively. But what I think is going to be big for the Nets, um, I think the biggest thing for them is going to be the buyout market. Who, what yeah. defensive big men get bought out? Hassan Whiteside needs to be bought out. Um, the Kings? Yes. That's Do you no think question. Drummond That's gets bought out? I don't think it's Drummond the, gets bought out because I think there's value. I think they can trade him. But I don't I've been think- seeing it, and I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. Why? Use this use this right now to build your market for next year. You can easily get a max contract. Why would you want to be bought out? Doesn't make sense to me. If he's that desperate to play for a title, then yeah. But other than that, no. Stay the course. Make the money you're making now and bet on yourself next season. Even Blake Griffin, that's another candidate to be bought out. Trevor Rees is going to be bought out, whether we know it or not, is going to happen. Al Horford, ooh. You think Ariza will get bought out? Yeah, he hasn't played a game for the Thunder. I, I think it will happen. That could be great defense for for the uh, Nets. Yeah, it makes sense. It definitely makes sense. Um, and then I you think, even got... I think, I think George Hill gets bought out. Who can yeah, be, that happens. I, I would love George Hill to go to the Lakers if he's bought out. George Hill would be a great piece for any team. You're talking about, didn't he lead the league last year in three-point percentage? Yes, he did. George Hill is such a smart player. Yeah, that's who I think the Lakers will get. If I think we talked about last week. Who do you think the Lakers, I don't think the Lakers will trade anybody, but I think the buyout market, George Hill to the Lakers, this is recorded. Once that happens, we're going back to this clip. Uh <laughs> Because I think when you look at late game situations, I would want George Hill with with Schroeder in there. Yeah, George Hill is so George smart. Hill Schroeder at your guards, and then you got LeBron, you got AD, and you got Trez. Yeah. Offensively, who that that's five weapons. And then George Hill is not a bad defender neither. Yeah, and LeBron and AD are still in there. Over here agreeing with you about a Laker move. I can't believe myself. George Hill to the Lakers. George Hill. I call it what it is. <laughs> but yeah, I can see George Hill getting bought out. Um, any other name getting bought out? What about? I don't think this happens because he he's playing a lot. Eric Bledsoe. Mm, no, if I had to guess a buyout, it would be JJ Reddick. Yeah. It it and it'll only be because hey, we can't trade you. You know, where do you, where do you think JJ goes? Philly, Brooklyn, Boston, somewhere. He's gonna go east. I think I think he either go he goes to two teams, one of two teams. 
and they're both reunions. Okay. JJ to Philly or JJ to the Clippers? Clippers wouldn't be a bad idea, right? Because all these telling teams, how long Paul George is going to be out. All these teams can use. I know. I have man on my fantasy team. AD who is out. Christian Wood who is out. Paul George who is out. Oh man, killing me. Do you have Do you have injury slots? No. Oh. Oh man, is no money injury. involved? Nah. Okay, good. Oof. But yeah, JJ Redick uh, to the Clippers. That def- that that makes sense. I mean, you can never have enough shooters. JJ Redick to Phoenix even makes sense. Yeah. JJ yeah, Redick can go anywhere. Yeah, he can. He he really can. And what is he making? Twelve million, I think it is. Yep, twelve million. So you just got to figure out that. And worst case scenario. Uh, I think J.J. Redick to Boston, and they use that trade exception. If I'm Boston, I'm doing it. You have an instant score off the bench. Like, do it. <laughs> it makes sense. Like, why not? Going to need it going forward. And, you know, yeah, Boston is sliding right now, but they'll get it together. Toronto, they're, look at look at Toronto. When we, when we were talking about Toronto, what, three, three weeks ago? We were talking about how bad they were, and look at them now. <laughs> they're they're climbing. They're so, climbing. Do they make the playoffs? Yeah, they'll make it. You think? Yeah, I think so. They'll be what a bottom. Toronto, seed, they'll make it. What is Toronto? Who who or what do they need to add to be contenders? You need a center. You have scoring. You have Norman Powell. You have Van Vliet. You have Kyle Lowry. Siakam needs help down there. Aaron Baines is doing nothing. And. I was excited about the Aaron Bain signing because I'm like, everybody was raving about this guy, and he's doing nothing. He might get bought out <laughs> because they don't. he's not doing anything. He starts, and he, I just don't see it. So they need a big – they can use a drumming. They can use a – actually, drumming, yeah, that, that would be better for them. Do you think yeah. just adding drumming, though, makes them a contender? It won't make them a contender, but they will be a threat to, to like, if they were, like, the fourth seed or the five seed, they'll go to the next round. What made them, what I can't, you know what? I can't even say that because look at last year. They had Ibaka, and they were, they were almost in the conference finals. Actually, yeah, they were almost. They lost in seven games to Boston, so I don't know, man. It, I'm here. Do you think Toronto should trade Kyle Lowry? If Van Vliet keeps up what he's doing, yes. He won't be back next season. I can is, tell you that. Is there a market for, for Lowry? No. But I know where he wants to go. Where does he want to go? Philly, back home. You think he, he wants to go to Philly? Yeah, he loves Philly. I, I mean, and it makes the most sense for him anyway. Wow. If Philly could keep this roster and add Kyle Lowry, imagine you, imagine you have Lowry as your your uh, sixth man. Sixth man, you can even start him, but yeah, you could. But imagine him as your sixth man. I think that's sixth man of the year right there. Oh yeah, definitely. It it, it is because you have a guy who can score eighteen off the bench, no problem. 
He's he's a hell of a defender. I think he led the NBA in charges in the postseason or something like that. So, I mean, I don't see Toronto bringing him back. I just can't. With the money they just gave Van Vliet, they got, I think they got to pay Norman Powell as well. Siakam, I, I don't know. If he comes back, I, I would be surprised. But I think he's going to go somewhere else. That will be... That'll be interesting. Who is your sleeper player to turn it on for uh for the rest of the year? What player do you think people are sleeping? Second half of the year, players people are sleeping on. Uh, who's had a good first half? A lot of people had a good first half. Oh, this is a tough one. Maybe if you go first. <laughs> Um, I don't necessarily know if people are sleeping on him, but I think by the end of the year, he's going to be looked at a, a very good offensive player. I'm going with Anthony Edwards. Okay. I still have high hopes for the rookie. Okay, he's had a he's had some solid games. He's had some solid games. He showed some good stuff. I think he'll he'll turn it on. Second half of the season, who's gonna turn it on? I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna go with John Wall. Okay. As a Rockets fan, I'm sure you're very happy with how John Wall has been playing. Bro, I'm blown away. I can't even lie because the John Wall I'm seeing now don't look like he's battling an Achilles injury, and I'm like, whoa! Like, even though we got ran through by New Orleans. Because we just couldn't, like, <laughs> I don't know what we were doing out there. But, yeah, man, John, like, if if there was a comeback, well, I know there is a comeback player of the year award, but I think he he's in the running. We have two players in the running for awards. Most improved and coming. Christian Wood is playing out of, out of his mind. I would be very upset if Christian Wood does not get comeback, or, sorry, most improved player. The only way he doesn't get it is if Jeremy Grant gets it. Or Julius Randle. Those are the I, three that come I think up. Wood should be an all-star. He should. He should. To me, he should. If 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 it was me, he would. He's the most valuable player on the Rockets. Oh, bro. It clearly shows. Like, have you seen our last five games? Four games? I do not he wait for Rockets basketball. He got hurt against Memphis. We were already winning. But we played since then we've played Charlotte, San Antonio, and New Orleans in all three games. Minus the San Antonio game, because we could have won that game. But the Charlotte and the and the New Orleans game, we look bad. <laughs> and it's because, oh, Christian Wood is out. Uh, 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 what are we gonna <laughs> do? That's what it looked like. Like we got Miami tonight. And I'm kinda like, ooh, um, yeah, you know, because we got to worry about Adebayo. We got to worry about Hero. We got to worry about Butler. And Hero has not been playing very well this season. Yeah, he hasn't. If we talk about Hero, I think, I think, I think he'll turn it on in the second half of the season. He can, and I hope he does. And I really hope he does, because everybody was so high on Tyler Hero last year in the bubble. Also, look out for TJ Warren. I think he's going to come back in the second half of the season. He's going to get uh, Portland right. I mean, 
Indiana, right? Karis LeVert, I hope he comes back as well. That is a team to keep an eye on, man. If they get LeVert back and they get Warren back, watch out for Indiana. Yeah, I agree. I, I want to do quickly before we end. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's look at uh, some key games next week and let's pick some winners and let's see how we do. Okay, let's do it. Um, so, so I'm going to go after this weekend um, because I want this to air and stuff. And so February 15th, I'll pick a game and then that's our game that we'll, we'll, we'll see who wins. Oh, um, the, game, game the game I'm picking for Monday. February 15th is the Bucks and the Jazz. You mean the Sixers and the Jazz? Bucks and the Jazz, and that's not that's not a televised game either. Six it's the Sixers. Sixers Jazz. Oh, that's a great one. Oh wow. No, no, Monday the fifteenth. Monday the fifth. Oh. I'm sorry about that. My phone wasn't loading. It was looking at a different day. <laughs> It had a yeah. delay on the. I blame. I blame the ESPN app. I blame the ESPN app. Okay. Um. Okay. Sixers Jazz. Let's pick that one. That's a great game because you have Embiid going up against Gobert. So. Who do you have winning that game? Of, oh, the Sixers. No question. Oh, I got the Jazz winning. Okay, that's fine. That's I'll, fine. I'll take the Jazz. All right. Okay. Tuesday. Tuesday, February. 16th. Let's make sure my phone loads the correct. <laughs> um, okay. And then you tell me if my phone's wrong. Um, the Tuesday, February 16th. Ooh, there's some games to pick from right here. I'm liking I this. There's, there's two, two I, I like. There's two I'm really liking. Nuggets, Celtics, or Nets, Suns? Which one? Oh, let's do them both because those are the same two. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nuggets, Celtics. I think the Celtics win. I can. I, okay. You know, I think they'll. I think I, I'm gonna go with the Nuggets on that one. Okay. And the Nets, Suns. I'm going Nets. Yeah, K, KD will be back by then. I'm gonna go with the Nets too. KD will be back by then. KD comes back this. Uh, he come back Friday. So. Okay. I I, I think. Uh, now, Wednesday, right February seventeenth. Uh, Wednesday, February seventeenth. I'm picking the um. Let's pick, let's pick the Jazz. I'm not gonna pick the Rocket Sixers. Don't worry. Yeah, uh, let's pick the Jazz the Clippers. Jazz Clippers. Wow. I'm going Clippers. You going Clippers, even though Paul George is battling an injury? I'm going Clippers, even though Paul George is battling an injury. I'm taking, I'm taking Utah. I'm gonna take okay. Utah. I think, I think they, they'll give them fits. All right, and then we're this is the last one we're gonna pick. This is a big game, February eighteenth. Dun dun dun. Nets, Lakers. Oh, that is a big game. Oh wow, potential NBA Finals matchup. Potential NBA Finals matchup. I know who you're going with. I'm going. You know, I'm going Lakers. And I'm just gonna take the Nets. So <laughs> I think AD AD should be good, hopefully. And it's just gonna be great to see because the big three will be there versus the Lakers big three. You know, LeBron, AD, and Caruso. 
How does man keep getting all star votes? I don't know. Man, that is fun. We I think we only agreed on one team together. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, and that so, was the Nets going up against the Suns. Yeah, and so next week we will revisit this and see who wins on the Pick'em Challenge. Um, yeah, it's gonna be fun, and then uh, you know we'll we'll get into all the games, and even we'll keep an eye on other games because there might be some games that we should have picked, you know. And then as well, we're gonna have All Star stuff for y'all. So yeah, we're gonna have those games as well as Riley should be back. Riley, if you're listening, get in on these challenges too. Let us know in the group who you picking. We didn't do the Rockets, don't worry. Um, but we have some uh we have we have some solid games, Matt. I think um the listeners should be pleased with this. And we'll have those, like I said, as well as other games, because it's gonna be some games where we should have kept an eye on. And then, you know, also all-star voting is heating up, so I'm not sure when they're picking the teams for that, but I know we'll have that as well. Y'all have any questions, comments, concerns, email us at fullcourtpress82 at gmail.com. Head over to the website, tssaw.com, or visit us on Facebook at tssaw.com. Riley, we hope to have you back next week. Matt, it's been great. Hopefully, I know you're going to keep track of your picks, and I'm going to we will reevaluate on the next episode. All right. See you later. Thank y'all for listening.